circumstances do not define me. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, we, we say that, but we allow it. Let me finish. Circumstances cannot define me. My speech defines me. Yes. Yes. That's Bible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about what I just said. Yes. Events in a person's life mm-hmm. cannot define who that person is. Amen. Amen. But when these things come, it is my speech yes. that indicates who I am. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Y'all can be seated tonight. I'm going to get right into the word of the Lord tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. I'm going to make some announcements afterwards. We're going to receive an offering after before you leave. We're going to sing afterwards, possibly. But I'm just sensing this. I'm just sensing a pressing, an imperative pressing that I give this message to me. Because we have slipped so many times into allowing things in our life to define us. To indicate not only to the world and those around us, but even as we look in the mirror, who we are. And many times, it is a lie. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Proverbs 25, verse number 11. I like God to be in charge of his service. Amen. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 25, verse number 11. What does it say, Evangelist? You got your mic nearby? A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. Wow. You may be seated. I want to talk to you tonight for however long the Lord will allow me. In fact, in fact, I'm going to ask some men right now to bring this hand plow down. I'm going to come down and get down here with you. I want you to see what's in my heart tonight. Because I need this desperately. I really do. Because over the seasons of life and the circumstances of life, if we're not careful, we begin to change in a negative, destructive way because of what we say. Recently, I have been trying to give you some, I think, very important biblical lessons in life about thinking and the thinking process. The Bible says, and we're going to cover it, as we've already taught on it, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. All right. In this particular proverb, a word fitly fitly, fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pitchers of silver. Now, I want you, if you could, to picture a silver pitcher frame. And in the middle of that picture frame of silver, not tarnished, beautiful, shining silver, I want you to see not just one, but I believe it's 
apples. I want you to see that whole frame full of apples of gold. And how they just look so beautiful in there together. How some of the apples still have some leaves coming around the stem. And, and some are turned one way and some turned another. And so the Bible is telling me that a fitly, fitly spoken word. Now word is what? It is speech. It is thought. That is the definition in Scripture. Word is thought. You cannot speak without first thinking. So as a man thinketh in his heart, he speaks. Stay with me. And when you begin to look at this picture, this word fitly means will. That's what it means in the Hebrew. And a will is for motion. Forward or backwards. And so when I begin to speak, I've got to move forward. Or it's not in the right direction. I cannot move backwards. And so when you begin to look at this, you begin to think that when I speak timely, when I speak correctly, I can move things forward. I can move things in the right direction. Or I can move them in the wrong direction. And so when I speak biblically correct, regardless of what is happening around me, because as I think in my heart, so am I. So if I don't let the circumstances affect what I know is to be true in the Word of God and what I know is to be true that God has promised me, then my speech will indicate it. And if I'm speaking other than that, my speech will indicate it. Amen. So if what I think in my heart I am, nobody can see that until I speak. And when I speak, it is evidently clear of what I'm thinking and who I am. There's not a human being sitting here if you're in your right mind, you want to be positive. You want to have a positive outlook. It's going to work out. Things are going to be all right. Nobody in their right mind will think as Eeyore thinks. But yet circumstances begin to affect our thoughts if we let it. And our thoughts begin to change from Positive to destructively negative. And we begin to let it out, and everybody around us knows you've changed. It's like poison coming out instead of an antidote. I'm not talking about just saying it, it happens. I'm talking about what you think in your heart, what you know to be true in your heart. If you know you're going to fail, you're going to fail. If you know you can succeed, you will eventually succeed. Could I say it this way to you? Apples 
You do know what apples are, don't you? Now, whether you like them or not, they're pleasant to the eye. So is a timely word spoken. It is pleasant. In our school, in the level two grade, the second grade, they're learning about a soft answer turneth away wrath. And even our grandson now, when he's thinking about it and he said something, he says, Nai, Nai, that was a soft answer. It turns away wrath. So what is he thinking in his heart? I need to speak correctly because it turns away bad things. This is, if you get this principle, if I can get this principle and not let circumstances of life pollute it, no matter what's happening, it will not affect my spirit. It may affect my body. It may affect my finances. It may affect things that I have that are physical, but it cannot infect my spirit. So therefore, as apples are pleasant to the eye, so is the apple blossom pleasant to the nose. So a word that is correctly spoken is pleasant a sweet odor to those that hear it, even yourself. You know, you can talk yourself out of something or talk yourself into something. You can talk yourself into coming to the altar and repenting, or you can talk yourself out of coming to the altar and repenting. You can talk yourself out of a blessing or in a blessing. You can... You can talk yourself into a healing or out of a healing. You can come up here with believing and all of a sudden, well, I didn't feel nothing. Evidently, I didn't get nothing. You're right. You didn't get a thing. Or you can come up here and say, you know, I don't know when it's coming, but God said it's coming, and I'm going to stand on the word of God, and I'm going to wait until I see it or smell it. Taste and see and know the Lord is good. So as the apple is sweet, anybody here just really like apples? Boy, I love a good, sweet, crisp apple. Don't give me an apple that's soft. Have you ever looked at one? You looked at one and you said, wow, that looks like a good apple. Pleasant to the eye. But then when you bit it, where's the trash? So the same thing is speech. In your mind, you say, this is really what I want to say. They're going to have to understand it. It may seem okay, but when it comes out, the taste of it, where's the trash? Wow. So not only do your words have to be pleasant to the eye, it's got to be pleasant in the odor, and sweet to the taste. It has to be truth. A word rightly spoken is not a lie. It's the truth. It is more valuable than anything we have. Hear me. You are defined by your speech. 
Your name is defined by your speech. And so, therefore, my speech is more valuable than any other thing I have. Confession is made unto salvation. Y'all are really thinking too much and not speaking enough. Matthew 20, excuse me, Matthew 12, 34 says, O generation of vipers. How can ye, being evil, speak good things? For, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Wow. I believe this, that speech can indicate what we believe. Have you ever really read something or somebody told you something in the Lord or a sermon came forth? You said, man, I know what the pastor's saying is true, but you just made it easy for it not to happen. I'm not talking about say it, claim it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about knowing what the word says. Speak it, stand on it, do not waver from it. We've been talking about thinking. Now we're talking about speaking. The apostolic movement in this church as well, we have become too destructive in our speech. That's why God said he hates gossip. The sowing of discord. How do you sow it? Not with your thoughts. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Speech. Listen to this. This is what the Lord gave me this evening. Speech is a changer. Remember, I've been preaching sometimes about be the change. Don't be the problem. Well, speech is the changer. Have you ever been around somebody that no matter what's going on, all they can say is something good? And initially you think, man, I can't stand that person. Okay, well you don't be honest. Especially if you're not doing too good. And you come around somebody's beaming and smiling and, you know, you already know what's going on in the life. And they say, praise the Lord, Pastor, how you doing today? Isn't it a gorgeous day? It's pouring down rain. It's 25 degrees. And you're thinking, man, why don't you get in the real world? The person that's speaking to you these words is a changer. So your speech can either change you, your environment, and others, either for the good or the bad, or for the positive or for the negative. Amen. I know you've heard this, and of course it's not verbatim in the scripture. You probably have growing up. If you can't say anything good about anyone, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> we had problems then, and we have problems now. And if you keep on, you'll never be happy. 
You get a glimpse here. You get a taste here. And then you'll revert back. I thought we were supposed to speak with new tongues. <coughs> wow. Mm. <coughs> Speech is a changer. It is so powerful that you can kill things with your speech or you can give life to it. No, you, some of you don't believe that. <clears throat> I can feel it. Your thoughts are so loud, it's like you're saying it. You mean, Pastor, I can talk something to death? You surely can. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just like preachers. They can be preaching. God's moving. They get to a certain point. It's ready to be quiet. They keep preaching. Everything dies. Yeah. I'm picking on me. Now let's pick on you. You call somebody to encourage them. You stay on the phone too long. We don't know when to be quiet, and we don't know when to speak. There's a Bible scripture I have there, but it's near the end in the book of James. Let's go ahead and bring that up since I'm talking about it. I and you could really take James' instructions to heart. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear. What? Swift to hear. Have you ever been around? No, let's do it this way. Have you ever been the one that always interrupted the other that was trying to talk to you? Oh, y'all are acting like I'm the only one that is guilty. They're trying to say something to you, and, and every few words, but wait, yeah, yeah, what, 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 but you don't understand. But, but you know, this, let me tell you about it. What happens? Now you got them mad, then you get mad. You've killed each other. Mm-hmm. Amen. What is it about us that we can't listen? Mm-hmm. We are so opinionated that we got to get the last word. But God's going to have the last word. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> Let every man be swift. To hear. Slow. To speak. Slow. To wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore lay apart all filthiness uh-huh. and superfluity Come and naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is, above, which is able to save your souls. Okay, we're going to come back to the scripture. I want you to think about this for a little bit. God began to deal with me, and it may be a little too deep for some of you, but I'm going to try to, to bring it out here. And, and he's basically saying here, receive with meekness the engrafted spoken word. You see, we have become so used of having the word written down that we forget it is speech. Right, 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 right. God spoke it. Amen. Holy men of God were 
moved by the Holy Ghost, and they spoke as God led them. Amen. 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 God is the living word. He is the spoken word. Amen. So I've got to receive that inside my heart. It's got to become engrafted in my heart. When it does, I'll speak it. When it's not, I won't speak it. Amen. Amen. Because every idle word, I got that scripture too, Elder. Bring it up, please. I believe I do. I hope I do. Every idle word will be brought into judgment. Mm. Let me just quote it for you. I want you to understand what I'm saying tonight. I'm trying to help us all. Because this church can change this community. Amen. 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 We can change our neighbors. We can change our co-workers. We can change our fellow students. We can change our fellow brother and sister by the way we speak. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Wow. I tell you what. Can I just see God? I'll use me. I can just see God. He said, son, I've sent all these people to you to tell you some stuff that help you, but you just kept interrupting them. And these are the things you were saying. You didn't get anything I told you. And I guarantee you, I won't be able to interrupt then. Mm. Wow. Titus 2 and 1 says, but speak those things which become sound doctrine. Amen. Oh, I like what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians First chapter 10 and 11. Listen to what he wrote. Oh, if we could find a body of belief. If I could just get a group of people. Mm-hmm. If I could just get, and I don't mean this ugly. We're human beings. If I could just, and I might get in trouble with this, but I'm going to bring it home. If I can just get my daughter, her son-in-law, my wife, and I to speak the same thing. I don't know if you, what do you want for dinner? Well, I kind of want, you know. And I realize this is kind of off the shelf, but I'm trying to make, if we all said spaghetti, we'd have spaghetti. If we all said, hey, we want cereal, we'd all have cereal. But if one of us say cereal, one of us say spaghetti, and one of us say a sandwich, you see what it causes? Division and strife. And then whoever wins, the other one's sitting there saying, I really, I didn't like this, this is terrible stuff here. Now, I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and there be no divisions among you. So how is there no divisions here if we're speaking the same thing? We're speaking the word of God. We're speaking correctly. We're speaking timely. We're speaking sound doctrine. We're standing on the vision that God gave the pastor, and we're all speaking the same thing. We have got to be in unity. And if we're in unity, the power of God will move. And the blessing he has commanded in unity. Have you ever?
ever went up to somebody and you started talking to him? He says, you know, a thought just came to me and I think we did. And they say, oh, that is so funny because that's just what I believe. That's just what happened to me. Now you on the same team. And it's so, have you ever went to somebody and you needed to talk to them and, and you were feeling kind of anxious about it and nervous because it was a delicate subject, but it needed to be said and you didn't really know how to bring it up. And, 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 and you, so you, you brought them and you, you, you're trying to find that fitly spoken word, you know, so you can move it forward, you know, and, and you're doing the best you can. And the next thing you say, hey, I can see that. Yeah, I was just thinking about that too. And, you, and you're thinking to yourself, bless God, I'm so glad that we agree together. This has been so easy. But oh, you stand against somebody and, and they're saying, uh-uh, no, I ain't budging. I ain't moving. It don't matter. I ain't moving. No, 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 no. And you hadn't even thought about it at all. All you thought about is the negative. All you thought about is how it wasn't your way. All you thought about is not what you wanted all you thought about you didn't think about how you can find a way to get along I don't know about you it's much easier getting along than not getting along amen because many of us are not like a hound dog or or kitty cat I mean you can fuss at them you can put them down you can put them out whatever they'll just come back and keep you know Sitting by you and love you. But we're not like that. If we were like that, everything would be all right. But we're not like that. You know why we're not like that? Because cats and dogs can't talk. <laughs> That's not where I'm going, but that is deep. They can't talk. So if they could talk, oh, yeah, it'd be a whole different, whole different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, there'd be a whole, a whole different. But they can't talk. All they know is, I'm going to have to be kind to that guy because that guy feeds me, that guy changed my litter box, and that guy gives me water. So I'm going to have to be kind to that guy no matter what he does, no matter how he talks to me, no matter if he puts me down, no matter what, if he pets me, or no matter, hey, it don't matter if he annoys me, it don't matter. Hey, too bad we're not that way. Oh, wow. Hey, just hold on. We're almost through. We're going to get to singing and everything in a minute. But what good is singing if you don't understand your singing speech? You're you're speaking. And that's why some get motivated and moved when they're singing because they're speaking as they're thinking in their heart and it begins to change them and it begins to encourage them and it begins to bless them and tears begin to fall and things begin to happen because it's really moving in their heart first. Somebody just mouthing the word, you don't mean nothing. That was good. Thank you, it was good. It was good. Okay, I want to I close with this. And then we're going to get right into singing. Now, I'm going to slow down here, and I'm going, to, I'm going to give you some statements that the Lord gave me when I was burning up my keyboard when it was just flowing like a river. Okay? The Word of God. Hold your Bibles up. Good, 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 good. Oh, man, I love to see those. See, your Bible is very important. It's the written Word, right? No, it's the spoken Word. It's the spoken word recorded. That word there is alive. The word of God, hear me, this is simple stuff here. Is God speaking? Not yesterday, 
Not a year ago. Not a thousand years ago. When you read that, he is speaking right now to you. Absolutely. This second. Right now. God is speaking. Okay. Okay. Now. We are one God believers, right? I didn't hear a lot of yeses, but I know that's true. When God speaks, He is what He is speaking. I want you to think about that for a moment. When you read your Bible, it's Him speaking, and that's Him. It's not somebody else. All right? And those words are in him and from him. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Right? Okay. A lot of folks get so confused when they read this because they're looking at two people instead of looking at one God whose word is He. The Scripture talks about that God was manifest in the flesh. The word was manifest in the flesh. That's easy, right? It was His speech. That became physical. Exactly how your word of God now is physical. I, I, where's the Bible? Give me a Bible. Give me, give me something, a leather-bound Bible. Okay, somebody's afraid that I'm going to tear it up here. Okay. Guess what I'm holding? God. Guess what I'm looking at? God. When you let this get dusty, who are you letting get dusty? When you don't, when you don't, when you don't read this like you should, who are you ignoring? This is simple, but it's also powerful. I'm holding God. I got God. And when I hide his word, he's got me. So God spoke. And he overshadowed Mary and she conceived. The spoken word went inside of Mary. Caused her to conceive and the spoken word became physical. Amen. But yet God was in the word. Amen. Because he is the word. Amen. That's why he can say, God came to his own, but his own received him not. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. The word, the spoken word, it means thought as well. Come on, somebody. I'm bringing this together. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Oh, and out of the abundance of that thought, he will speak. And he will speak a thought. 
And so therefore God was thinking of the plan long before we were ever born, before the foundation of the world. And he spoke it. And when he spoke it, when the fullness of time came, oh, he sent forth his word made of woman, made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive adoption. How we are adopted, we are born again by the word. I hope this will give you a different perspective when you ignore your word sitting on the coffee table. But you don't ignore that that may be on the other side of the coffee table. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I'm getting too I'm getting too personal now. I see, I see how it is. Yeah. Okay. Man, this is good stuff. I want to look at God. Let me just turn over to Romans. Well, I didn't see him the way I thought I was going to see him there. So let me keep looking and see how he looks over here in John. Because every time you turn and you hear his word, he's manifested a little different. But the same God. His personality, I should say, is a little different, but he's the same God. His attributes uh, may be manifested in a different chapter, in a different way, in a different verse, uh, but he's the same God. Uh, because one God has many attributes, uh, because one God uh, has many words to say. Oh, hallelujah, glory to God. Let me tell you something. That's how, listen, that's how Christ could say, my Father and I are one, because Christ it is the spoken word. And so the Father is one that spoketh. And so Christ has to be God because it's God's word. Don't worry, I'm trying to take care of your Bible. I'm just getting excited. The word of God excites me. Oh, see, you got, you got down on me right there because I should have said, God excites me. I'm holding God. I said, I'm holding God right here. I'm hugging God. Oh, God, give me some love, God. Oh, God, give me some peace. Oh, God, give me some healing. Come on, somebody. It's all in here. There's peace. There's love. There's healing. There's salvation. There's forgiveness. There's mercy. Oh, yeah. And there's conviction. Yeah. There's chastisement. Oh my. How? When Christ said, My Father and I are one, and He said, The words that I speak, I'm not the one speaking them, but the Father in me. He's speaking. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You didn't get that. When Jesus was talking, it wasn't a human being talking because the word, you understand. He was the express image of this word. We are not, but he is. He is the express image of the invisible word. My Lord, God of heaven. And when he spoke, it was God speaking. When he said, before Abraham was, I am. He was saying the word, the word that lives in me. Oh, that's why the Jews couldn't understand it. You are not yet 50 years old. How? 
That's how he said, the works that I do, you shall do. But even greater shall you do. If this is in you, you can't help but do the work of God. I could go on and 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 on. In John 14, 10, 11, let me just read it like it says it. Believest thou not that I am in the Father? And the Father in me? <laughs> the word- Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Now naturally, I, I can't be like Christ was because Christ was the only begotten mm-hmm. of the Father, full of grace and truth, right. full of word. Mm-hmm. So I can't be like that. But I could say the same thing mm-hmm. in a different if in a different way, in a different connotation, I could say the same thing. Believest thou not that I am in the Word? Am in the Father? Uh-huh. And the Father yes. in me? Yes. Y'all, y'all not getting that. Yes. I'm in the Word, and the Word is in me. I'm in the Father, and the Father in me. Yes. Come on, somebody. If you're not in God, you're not in the Word. Yes. And if you're not in the Word, God's not in you. I need God in me. That's why I've got to hear the word of God every day. I've got to meditate on the word of God every day. And when I get in trouble, give me a word, God. Where's he going to speak it? For me, because I have studied the word so much, he speaks it inside of me. He can even tell me, go to that book, go to that verse, go to that chapter. Has that ever happened to anybody? But if you don't have it, That's why so many people don't understand the word. That's why they can't grasp the word. That's why they say the King James is too hard. Why? Because God is not in them and they are not in God. Amen. Did he not say he is the author Uh and the finisher? finisher. He is the alpha and the begin and and the ending he's the alpha and the omega he's the first letter in genesis and he's the last letter in the book of revelation come on in my life i want it the same listen to me the devil doesn't have a he doesn't have a clue if we can get this the devil won't even come around us anymore did he come around jesus no he didn't want to be around jesus because he can't be around the word of god Quit destroying yourself. Quit destroying myself with what we say, Amen. what we speak, yes. and it starts in what we think. Yes, yes. Pastor, you've never been. Oh, yes, I have been there. Mm-hmm. Where every human fiber in your body says it's not possible. Mm-hmm. And God says, but I call up those things that are not as though they are. Yes, yes. Daughter, come to the piano. Singers, come on to the piano. Wow. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sakes. How Jesus, as a son, could say, when you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Let me ask you something. If we are faithful to the end, who will we be like? Yeah, 
Because we will see him as he really is. So everybody may think about, how am I going to look? You know, you know am, am I going to, you know, be young? Am I going to be old? Am I going to be thin? Am I, you know what I'm saying? Am I going to, you know, get my hair back for a guy? You know what I'm saying? You know, you know some of you just dream, how's it going to be when I get there? You got it all wrong. You won't even look like you. You're going to look like Jesus. For you will be like him. For you shall see him as he really is. That's right. Because he is the living word. And we will now. We will be transformed by the word. We will become. Come on. We will become like him. We'll become like the word. That's why there can't be no spot. That's why there can't be no blemish. That's why there can't be no wrinkle or any such thing. We have got to keep our garments white and wrinkle free. Why? Because the Word of God is uncorruptible. I don't care who you are. You can do whatever you want to. The Word of God is still holy. It is still righteous. No one can destroy it. No. Burn all the Bibles you want to. You're not going to destroy the living Word. That's right. Amen. Amen. All these Bible burnings, they had it all wrong. They were just burning paper. Right. They weren't even touching God. All it did was make the people of God get more determined to begin to study and memorize the scripture. What's it going to take in your life? Wow. Thank you, Jesus. What's it going to take in your life? To understand that the word of God is so perfect. It is so righteous. It is so holy. It is so without error. It is so pure. It is so powerful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's why many times... When you're reading your Bible, you need to speak it out loud. Amen. Because it is a word meant to be spoken. Amen. You didn't hear me on that. Amen. I'm not against reading it. I read it. I like to read it. Amen. But it's not meant to read alone. Amen. That you have to do more than that. It is meant to preach. Amen. It is meant to share. Yes. It is meant to speak. Amen. Let me tell you something else. It is meant to pray. Pray Amen. the word. That's did right. the God, That's come on, right. did the That's centurion right. say to Jesus, just speak the speak word? The word. Yes, 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 only. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If we could get, if I could get back to a realization mm -hmm. when I was born again, the day I repented, baptized in Jesus' name, and received. The Holy Ghost. Do you understand what I really received? Yes, we can say, I received God. I received the Spirit. I received the Word of God. Amen. Amen. All of what God is and will ever be, everything He has spoken or ever will speak, Amen. came into me. And I can't help but begin to speak with other languages. Because God knows them all. Amen. Amen. He doesn't just speak one language. 
He can speak languages we don't even know about. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know we could have sang first, but I wanted to get this out while you were fresh. This is great. Apples of gold in pitchers of silver. Amen. Amen. Before we sing, we're going to receive an offering. I'm going to give announcements, and we're going to sing and worship the Lord.